Hello, and welcome to the OCR Exams podcast, where we'll be chatting with a range of guest speakers from the world of education. My name's Anthony. I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Here at OCR, we're committed to supporting teachers and exams officers at every step of their journey with us. We're also here to help our students to reach their full potential, and some of our podcasts will feature tips and advice on revising, preparing for exams, and managing mental health. Please remember to like, comment on, and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're using, and be sure to follow our other social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search for OCR exams. You can also find a range of subject-specific blogs on our website, ocr.org.uk forward slash blog. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi there, welcome to this Pride Month podcast. My name is Tom, I'm the subject advisor for sociology and the new and developing exciting OCR criminology AAQ. And of course, I'm the host of this podcast. So in this episode, I'm joined by two guests to talk about Pride Month, a month dedicated to celebrating LGBTQ plus communities, and of course, raising awareness of the support available. Since its 51st year, UK had its first Pride protest march in London in 1972. And my guest today will be chatting about what schools and colleges could do to celebrate Pride Month, how they're going to get involved and how, of course, you can get involved too. We'll also talk about diversifying the curriculum and we'll share tips on how to offer support to LGBTQ plus students and colleagues in school or college. So my guests, Ruth Shaw and Kat Atherton, who are part of the leadership team at Nelson and Cone College in Lancashire. Ruth is Deputy Dean of Higher Education and EDI in the Curriculum Coordinator and has been teaching sociology for the past 10 years. Catherine is Curriculum Leader for Social Science and Humanities. So, hello to you both and how are you today? Hello. Hello. Uh, Good, really good, excited. (laughs) Good. Exams. How are they doing? Nearly kind of coming to an end? Yeah, yeah. Sociology is done. Um, and yeah, the rest of the A levels coming to an end now. We've just got a few left, I think. Excellent stuff. So just a quick reminder to everyone listening, by the way, all the links and resources we chat about are available in the podcast description. Be sure to head on over to our website, which is www.ocr.org.uk forward slash blog, as we publish new Pride Month blogs, which suggest some great ways teachers can raise awareness in the classroom, incorporate the topic into the lessons and support LGBTQ plus students. So let's get started with a little icebreaker. We know teachers like icebreakers. Can you tell me who your favourite LGBTQ plus icon is and why? Yeah, so Lisa, you're up first. Yeah, that's me first. So I've been having a bit of a think about this actually. We, um, I will tell you in a second. So at our college, (laughs) we've got um, digi screens on all of our sites, on all of our corridors, and we have um, a cycle of various LGBT um, icons who we put on. Yeah. We talk about their achievements and what they've done and who they are and how they identify with some quotes and things. And so I've picked somebody that's off there, actually. Um, so mine would be Jake Daniels, the footballer at Blackpool mm-hmm. FC. 
Um, and the reason really is, is because I think for someone who works in the industry that he does, especially in sport, and for his age to to come out publicly, I just think, uh, well, I'm just massively in awe of his resilience, mm-hmm. his confidence and his commitment um, to be who he wants to be. And I think to be a young person in that position and to be a positive role model for other young people, um, especially in the north of England, um, I think it's really important that we have people like him who are able to be themselves and be confident. And for our young people in our college, to see someone like him out there being himself, doing what he loves is amazing. I think he's amazing. Yeah, uh, incredibly brave, wasn't it? Yeah, um, especially in sport, I think. Yeah, yeah Kat, um, over to you. Can yeah, you beat so, that? Yeah, well, I, I don't know now. I don't know. Um, I've chosen Laverne Cox just because yep. firstly loved her in orange is the new black uh, but i think more importantly um she spread a real awareness of the trans community i think being so visible in the media um it's really opened up a kind of much needed dialogue about transgender culture um which we didn't really have um and i think this is where i'll beat ruth um she's inspired the first transgender barbie doll so you know nice. <laughs> two very good icons there i'm not going to decide between the two <laughs> listeners can do that um okay so pride month itself what does it mean to you uh should we keep coming on brief first or um yeah i think what it means to me and i suppose college as well is that it's about inclusivity and it's about um being a safe space for students um, to be able to ask questions, be curious, celebrate identity. Um, and it's that time that we can focus on pride and history and achievements and also to ask the questions. So the challenges that are still to come, you know, we can't sit here and say everything is amazing in the world and it's not. And it's a time mm. to be able to recognize that there's a long way to go and what that is and how young people and us as staff can support and um, challenge and ask the right questions and, and, and sort of continue that journey, I suppose. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent. Go it's about, um, like, yeah, celebrating the community. And I think for us, um, it's, it's kind of like it's an, a year-long focus. It's not yeah. just about that one-month celebration mm. and then, you know, let's forget about it until next year. Um, it's, it's much more beyond that that month of celebration we try and embed it um kind of like throughout the year to create that really kind of like inclusive safe space for for everyone yeah we we very much don't want to be tokenistic about what we do and we want it to be embedded throughout the college throughout the year and that's important to us so pride month is something that we celebrate but it's not a a 30 31 day thing and then we move on and forget Mm. it's something that we're um committed to across the year well it's positive changed you know things and remaining positively changed which I think is so important um and yeah I, I know all the great things you do there at Nelson and Crane College um now can you share some of those ways in which uh, your college does actually get involved in the month because you've got some great things I think to share yeah I think so um <laughs> so obviously like I said we have we have um we call them digi screens I assume yeah so they're just um 
digital digital screens that are up <laughs> all over college and like I said we have this rolling um display of um various icons and it's about celebrating them and their achievements um so we have that all year long um particularly in pride month we've got various visual displays around the around the, I say college it's um two college campuses um about yeah, it's huge, yeah both campuses so we have pride bunting up we've got posters um and it's and it's various posters around do you know what it means asking like questions it's got things like what what do the colors on the pride flag mean what what are the different aspects of it do you know what it is um we've got an lgbt history timeline which we actually put up um in february and we've had up all year um and it's a timeline of of where how far we've come really yeah um, we had um a company in last week with an art display they're called blaze arts and they brought in their lgbt art display and put that up across the college um we have various displays that students are involved in as well so it's not just about us as staff sticking some posters up it's about really integrating the students into this so you um we have um chalk pens this is one of my favorites we have chalk pens that we use on the classroom windows yes. and so we will put a topic up like pride month and the classes and the students will get involved in writing positive messages or something around identity or something that they want to share so we do that in classrooms we also have in the center of college a large glass window above our engineering department and and that's on the main corridor in college and we use that um in in the same way for students to be able to leave positive messages and celebrate identity um we we also give out the chalk pens and send the students around the toilets to write on the mirrors so you can't it's everywhere you can't get away from it um, and it's all student created um and you know thinking about embedding this all year long it's not just something we do in pride month we do this all year long for various events mm. we did it for international women's day for example um we also in terms of embedding it across the college we have our tutorial so all students across all programs do tutorial every week and in the run-up to pride month because got to remember at this time a lot of students aren't in class anymore because it's just mm. the end of the year and they might have study leave and things like that so it's about yeah, yeah. how can we engage them whilst they might not be in lessons so mm. in the run-up to pride month before the students left we were doing um what's going on around the world starters so for example what is pride and why is it important to start those discussions and we want it to be on their radar not just in june but you know for beyond that one month um and then something else that we're looking at into this year is we have a local pride event in our local town and our health and well-being team are going to represent the college at the community event um oh, and so nice. Yeah, joins it up. Yeah. yeah, getting out there and, and sharing what we do and, and supporting our community um, as well as supporting our students within college. Yeah, great. Uh, anything else to add to that? I mean, that's, I don't yeah, that's, add anything to that. that was, I don't yeah. think you can. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, that's all really good. The only other thing I'd say that we've done this year is um, we've been really um, communicative with parents and our stakeholders and our governors about what we're doing and why we're doing it around Absolutely EDI key. in general, yeah. but also us working towards this Stonewall kite mark is this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, this is why it's important to the college as a whole. And so it's it's not just about the students in the lessons, it's our entire community and it's involving yeah, you, everybody yeah. in that got to take the parents on the journey with you um, exactly. otherwise it, it, it doesn't work absolutely um yeah. okay so as, now some of this obviously we've we've linked to our blog that we did recently with teaching ideas but regarding all things lgbtq plus how have things changed in the classroom or school from when you were at school in this area i mean changes <laughs> with me i've 
fast, but I'll let you go, Kat. <laughs> Do you know what? It just didn't exist as a school focus. Mm. It, when when we were at school, because um, Ruth and I are a similar age, um, there was really like very little inclusivity or support yeah. for for staff or students. Um, Absolutely. You know, it wasn't covered. Um, in we any both of- did A-level sociology and neither of us can remember anything within the curriculum that, you know, nope. sits with us now. No. Nope. Nothing. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> but the, no, no, nothing in even the wider, you know, the wider college events or or tutorial coverage or anything like that. I, I honestly can't remember having any delivery. It just it just wasn't talked about at yep. all. And you know, Kat says we're the same age. We're not even that old. So you know, if we <laughs> no, can't remember it for our <laughs> for our generation, if we can't remember, then you know, it's absolutely you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. massively. I think. Yeah much the same for, for me as well yeah um so as you both know because you you teach ocr obviously we're reviewing our qualifications uh, from an equality diversity inclusion and belonging perspective um in our history qualifications we were the first example to actually include the stable rights back in 1969 um in our gcse history application we've also improved our representation in our english literature set texts to include lgbt plus writers greater visibility within texts themselves as well. Psychology A-level is still being reviewed at the moment and sociology has introduced more up-to-date aspects of identity with sexuality and gender, including non-binary and trans identities, as well as how these kind of different social groups are represented in the media. So that's going to be ready for first teach in September 2024, of course, as you both know. So do students see themselves reflected in the curriculum? at the moment, maybe in 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 this their subjects, and I suppose do, do you think those things might help? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think um, you know with the changes that you've just talked about, I think they're going to see themselves reflected more than they've ever done before. Um, Ruth and I were talking yesterday, and you know for the past ten years we've delivered topics in sociology like gender identity, mm. but you know it really lacked diversity you know the we had students in our classroom that identified as trans and didn't see any representation of themselves and and they would say wouldn't they why don't we do this Ruth we're doing sociology why don't we do this yeah like what about this and you know like we'd be able to cover it in terms of content in the lessons of course we could talk about it but it was never part of you know like it was never something they'd actually be required to Um, be assessed on yeah um, and it should yeah. be the study of modern life, of course. And yeah. it was almost like we're leaving a bit out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same for sexuality as well. Um, but yeah, I think we're both really, really excited about teaching this new specification, this, this you know, being more inclusive. Um, mm. And I think, yeah, we've, you know, students have been asking for it for, for quite a while now. And, you know, we're excited to be able to actually deliver that content. Yeah. 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 I mean, is there anything else that can be done to diverse the curriculum in general? I mean, this is this is just a redevelopment. It's not it's not a reform or anything of that, that sociology course we were talking about there. So, anything, Ruth, that we could done, anyone could do more of. So, I think for us, it's remembering that this you know, these topics embed themselves really well into sociology, psychology, any of this, even history, you know, but 
but it can and it shouldn't be the start and end of diversifying the curriculum. It needs to be across mm. curriculum areas because if you're a student that does chemistry, biology and math, so we say in the maybe that's not important for them to have a diverse curriculum then. And and just because you don't pick sociology doesn't mean that you shouldn't see yourself reflected in the curriculum. So I think for us, it would be remembering that it's not just sociology or the social sciences and that, that um, I guess, all identities and um, need to be represented across curriculum areas. Um, and I think this is probably one way that colleges can go beyond just the exam boards as well. So for this year, for example, we're implementing an EDI in the curriculum audit. So all mm -hmm. curriculum areas are having to audit what they deliver and show us where, you know, reasonably possible, are they going to embed EDI? So, you know, any of the nine protected characteristics within their curriculum. Now, obviously for sociology, it's going to be really, you know, easy and easier next year for us to be able to do yes. that. But we're challenging all curriculum areas to do the same. So we're not just relying on the social sciences mm. to do that. It's an entire college approach. Um, and then where there are gaps, working with curriculum teams. So like like I would be working with curriculum teams that might struggle a little more, bit more to think about where to embed it in, in how we can then do that and make sure it's a cross-college approach. Yeah, and it's yeah. about that collaboration and, and, and kind of getting around the table and really thinking about it as well. So yeah, and I think, excellent stuff. I was gonna say, cool. I think supporting staff as well that um, might struggle a little bit more with explanations or, or answering questions and, and being able to support staff. You know, Kat and I will sit and have discussions all day long. It, you know, it's, it's natural for us. It's part of our mm. subject area. So how can we support other staff in getting to that place. Yeah, I mean that that kind of takes nicely onto what I was going to ask you next. Actually, um, you know, what can be done in schools and colleges to support students um, who kind of identify as LGBTQ plus, um, or maybe at the stage of just coming out, um, and obviously feeling feeling nervous about that quite possibly. Um, and you mentioned kind of how teachers can kind of communicate with you know students um so it's, it's what about those students colleagues allies who who don't identify as such but they they really want to support people what what should they maybe do i think um we've had some really really good um staff training um mm -hmm. which has had that real focus so um last year we had a focus on pronouns um, for staff training so it was about you know like the importance of it um, yeah. but also um, really importantly you know what to do when things go wrong you know like people make mistakes teachers make mistakes in a classroom when you've got 30 students in the classroom and yeah kind of like it's 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 that fear of what to do when things go wrong and, and coming up with some really practical you know like practical solutions practical ways to do it which I think makes staff feel much more comfortable yeah and equipped yeah, 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 definitely. Um, which and then, then actually helps the students, doesn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that combined with how we can be proactive as a college. So um, the pronoun badges that we have for, for all staff and all students, if they want to wear a pronoun badge, they can, um, which helps staff and it helps other students in getting that right. Um, but also it's even little things like when it's my first lesson of the first year and I get them to write their name on um you know if you fold over the little piece yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah yep. um it's saying you know if you if you want to put your pronoun on there please do because i'd like to get it right from the beginning and and just putting that out there to the class and, and you know it's it it's their choice but that's then. normal the putting out there that that's absolutely yeah. normal and fine mm -hmm. and then to be yeah commended what's yeah. your name what's your pronoun it's 
it's no different to asking their name. And once you know, you know, don't you? And you're not trying to guess or you're not worried about mm. getting it wrong. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, we as a college do, I think, quite a lot to be able to support students. So we have, um, we call it our Rainbow Lounge. So it's our um, LGBTQ community um, and, you know, welcome of allies as well. So staff and students, it's a safe space for them to go to. It's their time. Um, mm -hmm. and classroom space to be able to spend time together and other students are welcome allies you know everybody across the college is welcome um, and they spend time together but it's also about creating their own community and, and they have ownership of that so things like but they create their own artwork which we display in the LRC and um, we had a diversity day this year and students wrote poetry which they read out in the LRC when we had a poetry mm -hmm. event they are going to have a stand at Freshers' Fair, which they have asked for to be able to to, to promote the Rainbow Lounge. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's giving the students ownership of that. And then I think the more students see that, the more that they start to feel comfortable. You've, you've got to start somewhere, haven't you? So and it's that starting point to then build on that and build on that. So our Diversity Day is our college-wide annual celebration of all things diverse and all things EDI and um, so it again it's not a singular protected characteristic it's about difference for everybody and celebrating and you know so we had art displays we had um, a mini film festival we had a culturally diverse menu we had pop-up stalls food stalls uh, we had a music group from Manchester with you know all of these things going mm. on to just raise the profile and it's not just oh it's pride month so let's do pride things here let's celebrate diversity across the college and across the year um and our, I would say, um, massive shout out to our marketing team who do amazing social media campaigns as well. Um, so all of LGBT History Month, we had um, various different people on there every day. We've had um, various campaigns over the year, Pride Month, um, and they're really good at, at helping us raise the profile. And again, not just within the college for them, but out to the wider community mm -hmm. as well. Um, I mean, that just all yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> And yes, we're we're very lucky at OCR to have a great marketing team of, as well, of course. Um, right, so here at OCR, then we've we've kind of formed this EDIB advisory board, um, which which brings together representatives from relevant external stakeholders to really articulate the concerns, issues, and needs of education um, in relation to to that area of equality, diversity, inclusion, and belonging, and hopefully to lead some positive change. But how do you think examples can actively help to bring change rather than just talking about it and saying, look how great we are because we have a board? You know, what can we actually do that one step further, maybe? Yeah, so obviously we welcome the changes um, that have been made at OCR. And like I said before, we are really excited about um, delivering mm -hmm. this, this new, um, new spec. Um, but yeah, also I think... Um, CPD um, from examples as well. So obviously OCR, um, we came to the sociology forum, um, which just was really, really informative. And, you know, the, the guest speaker, Dr. Finn McKay, really, yes. really, um, really like interesting, but also great in kind of like advising and like kind of like in talking about those implementing those changes, but in a really practical way. Yeah. Um, we got we got loads out of that. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah, as we said before, I think Examboard supporting being inclusive across curriculum areas, so not just where it naturally kind of sits and fits into the content in the, the delivery. So 
you know, not all students go to college. So we're talking about, you know, the A-level, A-level sociology, for example. But what about all those students that don't study that subject or they don't Absolutely. go to college? I think, you know, we need to be making these changes like earlier on, that making these changes at GCSE and, yep. in, you know, in curriculum areas um, where maybe it doesn't maybe naturally sit as much, but there's no reason why we couldn't. So Ruth and I were saying like, you know, in like the math scenarios you get at GCSE, there's there's no reason why they can't be inclusive. Mm. You know, like there's no reason why they can't include all of these things that we've been talking about. Um, and, you know, the younger that, that students can see this and read about it and see it in, you know, scenarios and problems, the more it then just becomes kind of like normalised and it's not something, it's something that, I don't know, only gets talked about one month a year yeah i mean it's and it's about centers being centers kind of giving the time to their staff to actually have a really good think about all of this which i know is difficult a lot of centers um especially in the moment um but i I think you've been you know and that's why you've you've been given a bit of time you've managed to really plan it out and it's just all, all your different events and things you do are quite incredible by the way so um right kind of just a couple more things I was going to ask, actually. So if there's, for example, a student or a colleague uh, who is perhaps struggling with their feelings, their their emotions, or potentially come to terms with who they kind of really are, um, didn't know what to do or who to talk to, what would you actually say to them right now then? Um, that, you know, it's okay. Um, and that it's really important to remember that they're in a safe space. Um, they're in a space where you know they are going to be accepted um, and that they're not alone um, and then obviously um, that there's so much support out there um, support in whatever format you feel really comfortable with um, and yeah just offer offer that support yeah and I like to think mm. you know as a college because we have this focus on EDI that students can go to any staff member at any at any point and they will get the support and advice and guidance that they need you know it's not like oh I can't find a certain member of staff and I don't know what to oh, do and I've been at centres where there's just that one special person when no. and I know exactly what maybe the student's going through and they feel more comfortable talking to that one person and they have to find that one and it's just a nightmare isn't it sorry yeah. go on Ruth um, yeah so it's just you know I think we try and make that real effort that all staff are there for all students and, mm. and you know it doesn't have to be that you can't find a particular member of staff so you're just going to go home and struggle um, and also that there's a wealth of information and support out there that just don't struggle alone there's always going to be someone willing to listen and care about you them whoever mm. absolutely yeah. okay so kind of are there any would you recommend students or teachers to kind of where would they go to find a bit more information or resources anything you've come across um where you think that that would be a really good place to start well, I would say the A-level sociology specification is good, <laughs> teach it or That's the not. right answer. Thank you. Teach it or not, though, there's a wealth of information and support in there, actually, in terms of of, of teaching and, and having discussions and things like that. Um, but also what I would say is that we find Stonewall really, really useful as well. Mm. So we're in the process of becoming a college champion and it's really allowed us to explore it much further and uh, much more in depth. Even things like we're rewriting our policies, our student code of conduct, um, our curriculum delivery, student. It's it's like I said, it's embedded, embedded across the college. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Stonewall, I've been really, really amazing with that. 
so and the other colleges presumably can you know apply to do that and kind of embrace some of the incredible ideas um absolutely and events also, you do absolutely there's also the um rainbow flag award so stonewall aren't the only organization that do this um and i've met with other colleges who are working towards the rainbow flag award and they say very similar things so um there's a couple of options out there really yeah well, that's great okay so well a big thanks to ruth and to Catherine for joining me on this podcast um to all our listeners of course i hope you found the podcast interesting um do head over to our website as we have lots of other exciting content linking to pride month including that recent blog that we did alongside these lovely staff here um, of Nelson and Cohen College on engaging teaching ideas.